friend. Hi, 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 hi. Welcome back to another episode of Growed Up, the show where I talk about all things related to adulthood, what we thought it would be when we were kids versus what it really is today. I am your host, Fernando. For those of you who don't know me, yes, you, new friend, welcome. I hope you have a good journey with me. And um, for those of you who are returning, friends, hello, welcome, friend. Good to see you. Hope you had a good week. Um, yeah, so interesting things are happening today, right now. I got my cup of tea. I was supposed to be recording this early in the day, but I didn't. I think this is also one of those things that's just going to be a thing. I, I don't record when I'm supposed to. I wanted to earlier, but then there's this thing called load shedding in this country called South Africa. So I had to kind of schedule my life around that because we were cut between 4 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. And that is the most inconvenient time. You know what, that and 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Those are the two times we were cut today. And those are the two most inconvenient times because that's my breakfast time and that's my dinner time, okay? So, I don't know, was I supposed to start cooking at four? I mean at two. But also at the same time, I had plans to make bread and I had to factor that in and it, came out so good i just finished like i think about 30 minutes ago i just finished my last batch of bread it's so good i'm so full i couldn't resist but i just had to have it my home smells so mm, so nice so nice i'm so excited but anyways i'm rambling having a cup of tea like i said today i want to talk to you my friend about cultivating, 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 acquiring, developing self-confidence or self-belief or like just this, 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 this thing within you that says, you know what, I can do this, you know? That's what I want us to talk about today because yo, you know it's been a rough year, hey, friend? It's been wait, a rough two years. We're going into the third year because we're talking 2020. I know a lot of people only started like feeling COVID um, in 2020, but I like saw it in 2019. <laughs> I was back home when I first saw the news and they were talking about this virus from China. And yeah, that was my first encounter with COVID. But either way, that's not the point. The point is it's been a rough two years and there has been a lot of how can I put it like there's been a lot of like you know stuff man you know people have lost people people have lost jobs people have lost um control over people have lost homes people gone broke you know like people got fat you know people got depressed but also other good things happen for the people, right? Like, you know, but I want to talk about just the negative, you know, and 
such negative stuff happening all at once you know you're going through whatever you're going through and the world is going through whatever the world is going through and you have to fit in your problems into the world or the world's problems doesn't care about your problems and you just have to live your life you kind of lose that sense of control or that sense of i can do whatever it is that you put your mind to it even if it's baking a cake and you said i'm gonna bake a cake you lose that self-esteem. You know, you lose that ability to, or you lose that thing, man. That, mm, that, you know, friend, like, you know what I'm talking about. So let me tell you about me and, and the self-esteem thing. Because if I tell you this week has been, hey, ha, this week I saw my mother from afar, but I saw her. Let me tell you. I am on a interesting, I'm in an interesting space in my life, okay? I'm in a very interesting space in my life where I feel like I've been here before, but this time it feels more permanent. It feels a bit more do or die, you know? You know, I'm seeing this thing. It feels like it's loud, but it's, apparently it's not, I don't know. But, it feels more like a do die. What space am I talking about? When I was a little girl, ne? let me tell you, and I think I've probably mentioned this. This was my vision for my adulthood. I, and this is like maybe when I was like six or seven, my vision was, right? I was going to grow up. I was going to go to university. I was going to study medicine. I was going to be a pediatric doctor. So I was going to be a pediatrician. And then I was going to go on to get married at the age of 23, I think. I said 23. Yeah, I was going to get married at 23 because by then out of, oh, but it doesn't matter. I didn't know my math. Okay. But I was going to be married at 23 and then I was going to have two children and we we're going to live in a good home. And that was my life. That's what I thought. And I thought the world would be perfect because that's what adults have, right? From a perspective of like a seven-year-old. That's what adulthood is. It's perfection. You find your prince charming. You move in together. You make babies. You know, you cook for your husband. You pay somebody to come and clean the house because you're not going to do that yourself. You know what I mean? So like... That was my vision, you know? And then obviously, uh, the feces hit the fan. <laughs> feces hit the fan. And, you know, yeah, and there was poofies everywhere. There was just poofies everywhere. So, meaning that I could not be a doctor anymore. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to be a pediatrician. I'm going to be a psychologist. And then I don't know what happened. I studied music. And then I got pregnant first. And then I had my son. And then I kind of got a job for like a year. I had like two, three jobs at the same time for a year. And then I got married. And then I didn't have a job. And then I didn't have a job. Do you understand what I'm saying? I went from being sure of my future to being in this pit of abysmal nothingness, like just nothing. 
I was very sure of where my life would be. And then it was just not there. The life was just this. It's not the life was just whatever, you know. So 2016, 2017 was a very tough year for me because I had to come to terms with the fact that the world does not revolve around you. Just because you got a degree, just because you got the husband, the baby, the home, the family, don't mean that all your ambitions, all your goals, all your dreams, all the things that you worked hard for, doesn't mean that that will come to fruition. Your degree will just, you know where my degree is now, guys? My degree is in an envelope in a place somewhere. I don't know my degree is, and I know traditionally people frame it and they hang it somewhere. Maybe that's why nothing has happened because I put the poor thing in an envelope. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to test this out. Maybe one day I need to find the frame, but I'm going to hang my degree somewhere. Maybe if it's in sight, it's going to, I don't know, whatever, digressing. But point is, at some point you grow up and you realize that you do not have control over a lot, a lot, a lot of what you focused on. A lot of, you know, we focus a lot on what our career path will be, on what type of partner we want or what type of parent we want to be, what type of home we want to live in, how our financials are going to look like. We focus a lot on that. And those are things you really have, excuse a girl, to, to an extent we have not a lot of control over, right? You can control who you're going to get married to. Eh. But sometimes not. I don't know. I don't know. So far, so good. But when we're talking about career-wise, right? You don't have full control. You being hired depends on someone else at the end of the day. You can, for as much as you put in the effort, you, you, you present yourself um, in a in a in a suitable manner, may I add, also put it that way, right? At the end of the day, whether you get the job or not is not up to you. You could do or perform the best interview ever and not get the job, and somebody will come in and give the worst interview ever and get the job. It's out of your control, and when you realize that, you guys, I tell you, ne. My days in 2016 was, I'd wake up, I'd get my son ready for school. Um, my sister would come and pick him up and go drop him off at school after she had dropped off her kids. Uh, my husband would go to work. I would come back in the house. My son had this little trampoline. And I would just curl myself on that trampoline in the sun and sleep. Other days I'd wake up with more enthusiasm and get my boy ready. My sis would come and pick him up. My hubby would go to work and I'm just motivated out of, yo, like, you know, motivation like never before. And that was my, my, my cycle. And I, I would just send out CVs or I would write songs or I would put together proposals. Like I would just be motivated and for like maybe two, three days. And then another day comes and I'll go and curl up in the trampoline in the sun and sleep. And that was my life. That was my life. And somehow I got myself out of it. 2018 was one of those years where I got into the whole self-development thing. 
and I would wake up. I got into herbal life. I was selling herbal life. Yeah, I'm a herbal lifey. No, X herbal life. I've been there. You know, it's it's not whatever. I'm not made for herbal life. That's the thing. You know what? Those people are very serious and I don't think I took it as serious. I, I did not do herbal life justice and therefore herbal life did not do me justice. Their products taste amazing. I will not take that away from them. But the culture, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe well to organized, to organized what? To organized to organized mentalities, to hive mentalities. I don't subscribe well to like, you know, when there's this group mindset where, you know, the people in that space are like this, the people in that space are like that. Yeah, I struggle. That's why I know even with corporate, I struggle because there's this, there's this spirit, there's this, there's this culture of the corporates that's, yeah. Anyways, I digress again. Yeah, friend, you know how it goes. Yo, let me sip my tea. Mm. Ooh, girl, it's so good. Anyways, I started doing the personal development thing, but personal development was before Herbalife. Herbalife caught me with personal development, so I will not give Herbalife credit to say that they introduced me to personal development. I introduced myself to personal development, and then I decided to join Herbalife. And also this year was the time where my husband and I had just moved out of our... Oh, also that place, guys, that I used to live in. Let me tell you guys, there was a ghost there. I'll come back to the point of this whole thing. But that house, guys, that... Hey, friend. <laughs> There's this one night. There's this one night where I had a printer in my bedroom. And it was on the floor. Ne? And... It was not plugged because, I mean, it's in my bedroom, on the floor, on my bedside. Who would plug in a printer? I kid you not, my friend, that night, whatever random night that was, okay, that printer went on on its own. It just went... <laughs> if, if I didn't run away that night, it's because I was very shocked at what had just happened. I'm telling you guys, that printer went and it was not even plugged to the wall. If it was at least plugged to the wall, I would have said, ah, you know, something, I don't know, cockroach walked in and fiddled with some cables. Nothing. It was not plugged to the wall. Okay. And it wasn't even a thing of like in the, 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 the thing was on the wall and the, and the wall plug was on. It was not on the wall. And then the other, other nightmare, I went to shower and our microwave, brah, I went to shower and I came out. Microwave was on. It just went on. It just went on. And it was on. And I'm like, I went to my bedroom. I'm like, babe, did you put on, are you warming up food? It's like, no. I'm like, hey, the microwave is on. The microwave was on, guys. And the microwave was on. And he did that quite a few nights. Where it just start on its own. And then when you open it, it stops. And then when you close it, it continues on its own. It just randomly started up on its own. And then when we moved out and we moved here, that microwave never sang again. It never did that again. So anyways, that house was also very depressing. But either way, 2017 was when we moved to our new place um, where I'm currently at right now. 
And uh, yeah, I started feeling a little bit more optimistic, started doing more things, started putting more time into registering my company and yum, yum, yum. And self-development, Tony Robertson's, John, Jim Rowan, you know, uh, Les Brown. They were my staple, you know. And then every morning I'd also listen to like Impact Theory. And um, what is that other thing that I was listening to was um, um, Success Insider. And like just improving myself, man. And then I started following how to clean with Jen, how Jen does it. And I started following her cleaning schedule. Yo, I was that girl, bruh. I was up in the morning getting my family ready for work, for school. And then I'd go out jogging. I was that mom, come home, clean, do myself a nice breakfast, meditate, eat, work, cook, repeat. I burp. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then COVID hit and then all of that went to the gutter. Literally, I had just, it just went to the gutter. And now this year, I'm finding myself in that same spot of just feeling, feeling useless, man. If, if we're going to use the correct word, it's, it's just feeling pointless, just feeling incapable, just feeling inadequate, just feeling like whatever, man. What's your, what, what is your point in this, in this structure of, earthlings like you know and then friend let me tell you now the irony of this conversation that i'm having with you today is last week we spoke about account accountability you know and accountability like i said has been like, like it's been a huge part of my self-development process the one that i just kind of talked to you about but also it helped me just stop blaming and kind of like, you know, living with, you know, just, just taking ownership, taking control. Right. And, um, myself and my friend, hello friend, the other friend, she knows her. <laughs> We've been on this extremely, I've never been on this journey with anyone in my life where we are constantly checking on each other, but in, in such a way that we are checking in, you know, it, it's not your usual, hey friend, how are you doing? Hope you're good. It's, it's not that. It's more of a making sure that you are awake. Are you awake? Are you out of bed? You know, friend, today I woke. I worked out or I didn't or I couldn't or my cramps or your friend. I just said this like we, we just so they. I, it's been amazing. That's why I'm so lost for words because I don't even know how to describe what this journey has been between me and her. But I'll, I'll easily say for the past like. Yeah, especially this year, we've we've been going through it. You know, we've cried a lot together. We've laughed a lot. You know, we've questioned a lot. We're just trying to figure life out, you know. And, you know, I know this is something that everybody does to an extent, but doing it with someone is a whole different thing, you know, like just figuring out like, ah, friend, why, why did I feel this way? Um, I went through this and... Why did this happen? Why did I react this way? And we just kind of talk through stuff, you know. And um, 
one thing that that we also have been working on is just consistency, accountability, and especially when it relates to to fitness, you know. And um, this Saturday, September, November 6th, November 6th, 2021. This is going to be almost like a journal entry um, because it's a date that did something that I, I, I cannot, I cannot begin to explain, but we have another friend, my Bruda from another Muda. He's a personal trainer. And so me and her have been talking about, Hey, listen, can we maybe get with him and he can help us, you know, just kind of put together a program that we can stick to so that we can, you know, get our fitness goals going and so forth. And, we get on this WhatsApp group, the three of us, and um, we tell him, hey, brother, listen, this is what we want to do. Can you help us, you know? And he kind of went one by one, like, okay, what's your goal, you know? And my friend said her goal. And um, he's like, nah, that's not a goal, <laughs> you know? But I'm not going to talk about hers. Let me talk about mine. So I'm on some, look, I want to be able to freaking, I, I want to be strong. I want to, I can't even remember because, dude, I, I got so thrown off my throne very quickly that day. But I had all these things, you know, I want to increase my metabolism because I don't eat. By the way, guys, I just had bread. I did tell you I had bread just now before we started eating. I had pasta before then and then I had bread earlier again. And then I had oats, guys, I ate. Today I ate, right? Um, but I told him all these things that I want to achieve. And he's like, you know, but like, why do you want to achieve those things? And I kid you not, I, I, I sat here and I'm like, why do I want to be stronger? Why do I want to, um, I even wonder if I should go and, and read these things, you know. But I, I really couldn't. And my friend went, you know, um, she and him continued with, with, with what, what's her purpose and what is she looking to achieve and so forth. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't say it. I, I, I couldn't even figure it out. I didn't know why do I want to achieve these things. And in my head, it's like, because I want to be better than the next person. I want to be that I want to be that person. I want to be the one that put in the work. I want to be the one that did the hard work and, and, and has the body to prove it. I have the strength to prove it. I have the skills to prove that the reason why I'm here is because I put in the work. And it's like, yeah, that's fair. But why? Why do you need to achieve this? You know, because you gotta need, you, you need to understand why you 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 want to do this fitness and why have you not been able to do these things you know because I was even saying like you know what I've always felt like I start stuff and I don't finish them and I and I and I and I struggle with consistency and all of that and he says why is that why have you not been able to do that because you kind of need to break through that before we can continue here 
and uh, I I couldn't. I couldn't. It was hard, and and I was I started just sitting here and crying, and and I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, and my husband said, he came to me, and I told him what was happening, and he's like, you know what the thing is with you. The thing is that you're sheepish. I'm like, oh hell, girl, no. Excuse you? Who is sheepish? And it's like, you know, you're sheepish, you know, maybe not with external stuff. Externally, you tend to, you know, you're more out there. You're, you're more open to, you're more confident in just getting things done outside of yourself. But when it has to do with you, you always... You know, you always rely on someone to 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 tell you what to do. And I said, but that's the whole point of this. I don't know what to do. I need someone to tell me what to do. What is so wrong with asking for help, right? And he says, no, but that's exactly what I mean. You don't take the time to at least try or to, to see whether or not you're capable. You know, I'm like, yeah, but why should, like, I just need someone to point me in the right direction and I'll take it from there. I tell you, I was very, very hurt because I'm like, why this nigga always got to tell me the things that I don't, why, why you can't tell me, baby, good job, so nice, so proud, so good, you know, he is so, why is he telling me this? And (laughs) it's so funny how sometimes in an attempt to get people on your side, you say things in a way, but those are the moments that will reveal Remember I said last week, right, that when you put up something, when you put up a front, people who are in tune with themselves, people who hold themselves accountable can see right through that. They can see right through those cracks, right through that shield that you're putting up. Little did I know that I'm walking up with my own, you know, and I'm like in, um, I send my friend this message I say also by the way I don't know how relevant this is to this conversation but my husband says I'm sheepish well I don't know I'm saying this hoping that he'll say like nah you're not sheepish you just need help and all of that and he says well do you think you are and I'm like well well no I'm not I just don't think there's anything wrong with asking for help, okay, what is so wrong with asking for help? I don't think that's sheepish, but if that's what sheepish is, then I don't know. And he says, sheepish means, actually this I want to read because the way in which he said it to me is what, is what, um, is what, it's, it's what stuck to me, you know? And um, he says, sheepish is sort of like you're not confident enough to say to yourself and others that I can and I will. And thereafter, I have. When he said this, I swear to God, I, I was like, oh, shit, I am sheepish. <laughs> Because I'm never comfortable in my ability to can do whatever, you know. I, I'm never comfortable in my ability to say or or to believe in 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 the in the 
in, in the fact that I can do things. I, I'm never comfortable. I, I, I'm always doubting. I tell you, every time I send an email, I sit here and I type and I delete and I type and I delete because I, I'm not comfortable. I don't believe that I send good emails. I don't believe that I do a lot of things good enough. And I never thought that I'm just, I never considered myself to be a sheepish person because that is the person that I do not want to be. That is my biggest nightmare. And having the mirror facing me, you know, or held up against me, or to, how do you say this? When they hold the mirror, you hold the mirror, wait, you had the mirror held up to your face. When I had the mirror held <laughs> When I had the mirror <laughs> held up to my face, I was like, damn, girl, you you are. You you don't have confidence in 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 yourself. You don't have confidence in your ability to do things. And that was very hard because if you know me, if you've met me, and one thing that I know people perceive of me is that I'm very self-confident and very capable. The funny thing is that I know that I'm capable because every time I do something, um, I do do that spite of like, I'm going to do this so well that you don't have a choice but to come back to me, you know. But that's in things that have nothing to do with me. That's when I'm doing something for someone else. But when I have to do something for myself, I don't trust myself. I don't. And um, guys, <laughs> I tell you, it was it was hard. It was hard to face that. And then he says, I said, oh damn. I'm sheepish. I always need external validation to feel comfortable with what I'm doing. I am sheepish. And he says, we're getting somewhere now. It's not a bad thing, but for training purposes, it doesn't help because your goal is your own. Looking for validation or confirmation from your husband or others who are on separate goal paths won't help you or motivate you. It needs to come from within. And that, my dear sis, is your ultimate goal. I'm crying again. But it's because one thing that is very, why I really wanted to talk about this today <laughs> is because we rely so much on I say we because I know that to, to a certain extent, there's someone's hand that you are holding on to, whose opinion you value so much that you're holding on to. Um, for me, it's my husband. And that's because he's my everything. He's, he's my homie, you know. But sometimes you engulf yourself in this person so deeply, so much that you lose your sense of self. You forget that they have their own struggles. They have their own internal battles. And they're nowhere 
the same as yours. Your own battles are different. And those, those struggles, we can support one another through them. We can. We can definitely. I mean, he's so supportive. He's always here telling me what he thinks. He's always giving me his best advice. And I don't do a good job at listening. But he is the most supportive person I have. But his goal, especially with fitness in this case, his goal and mine are completely different. But I always looked at him to tell me what to do. I've always looked to him for like, tell me what I need to do. And um, when my brother said those words to me, and they still touch me because I, I couldn't figure out a goal because I was waiting for him to tell me what my goal should be. I was waiting for someone to say, maybe you should try this so that I could say, nah. Maybe you should try that. And then I say, nah, try this. And I'm like, yeah, you know. And I tell you, September 6, 2021 <laughs> is the day that broke my, it cracked something, but in a very good way, really in a good way, because it forced me to take some level of accountability again towards the fact that there's this personality trait that is stopping me or that I am feeding myself rather. Let me not blame the personality trait. There's this personality trait that I'm relying on, right? For me to not do the things that I need to do. And sheepish for me, if you asked me, are you sheepish? I would say, no, I'm not sheepish. <laughs> sheepish is the word of the day. <laughs> I would say, I'm just asking for help. What is so wrong with asking for help? And um, I tell you, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There really is nothing wrong with asking for help. Hey, had a, had, had had myself and my friend not decided to reach out to our other friend <laughs> for help, I wouldn't have come to this point where I realized that I've I've got this crutch. Okay. But there's a line where you are not asking for help, but you are simply asking for someone to tell you what to do. And that has always been me up until now where it's probably not going to change. Let me say it this way. It's probably not going to change, but I am more aware. And when I'm doing it, I know what I'm doing and I know how to improve on that. You know, it's, 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 it's a part of who I am and I acknowledge and accept that, but it doesn't work for a lot of things. Right. And, um, with this, on Monday, I started to do my workout. Not the program that he's designed for me. But on Monday, I, I continued with my old program. And um, as I'm working out, I'm, 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 I decided what is that one thing that I want to do. Um, I set a goal. I set a goal and I was very scared to commit, you know. Oh, I was so terrified to commit because once I speak, then I have to work towards it. 
and I have to do it, you know. And the more I thought about it, the more I talked myself out of it. And with that, to make that long story short, I ended up saying to 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 my to to him what I wanted. But also, another thing I developed that I want to share with you that has helped. It's only been a few days, but it's been useful so far. Is based on what he told me. I developed this mantra that I say to myself whenever I am struggling, especially with a workout, I say, I can do this. I know I can, therefore I will. And this I tell myself, for example, if I have to do push-ups, and I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I don't have the energy to do push-ups. Then I just say, I can, I know I can, therefore I will. I know, I know I can, therefore I will. And um, then I do it. And when I'm done, I say, and now it's done. But I reserve that last line for the end of my workout. I take my workout bit by bit, you know. I go, I know I can, I know I can, therefore I will. I can, I know I can, therefore I will. And then at the end of my entire workout, I said, now it's done. And yesterday, I got my program. And it looked all right, right? It looked all right. It wasn't, yeah, yeah. So this morning, so I decided I'm going to do it. And, and I started this morning. I got to a point where I broke down because it was so hard. It was so hard. My my body was exhausted and I was tired. And um, I had already committed to my goal. I'd already said it out loud. I'd already made people aware of what I want to do. I then get to this point in my workout where I'm like halfway done and I still have half to go and I'm exhausted. My spirit is defeated. My my internal dialogue is like, what were you thinking to begin with, girl? Like, who told you you can do this? And then I had to go, I can, I know I can, therefore I will. I can, I know I can, therefore I will. I cried, I cried, and I did them, and I cried some more, and I did, and I'm like, I can, I know I can, therefore I will, I can, I know I can, therefore I will, and I did, and at the end of my workout, I said, and, and it's done, and what happened today was different, today I realized that my fitness journey is pouring out into everything. And and my husband always said this because he's on his own and he always said that, you know, him starting and committing to his workout is pouring into everything else. This has poured into everything for me now because it's almost like if I don't do this, it's not going to be done and I will not have done it. Therefore, what was the point of riling up all these people and saying, guys, I need your help get me on track, and then I just don't commit. 
okay? And then I thought, damn, I need to believe in myself more. I need to believe in the fact that, note, fact. I need to believe in the fact that I can do whatever I want to do. Literally, whatever it is that I want to do, I can do it. I need to start believing that. I need to, 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 to breathe that. And, and then it hit me that developing this sense of confidence is hard, is very hard. And it is continuous work. I have to constantly remind myself. Because if I don't say to myself, like I said, it's only been about five days. But if I don't say to myself, I can, I know I can, therefore I will. I know I can, therefore I will. Then I'm not going to do it. Because if I'm not telling myself that, what I'm telling myself is, what were you thinking to begin with? You can't do this. This is too hard. This is beyond you. Why even bothering? Just leave it. Who's going to care? Nobody cares. You don't care. Don't do it. My negative dialogue is so much longer and so much more convincing than these four simple lines. I can, I know I can, therefore I will, and now it's done. But because I want, I want to say that last one, I want to say that it's done. I did it. I got to go through this. And um, to say that I know these two years have been so hard and very defeating very defeating and we are approaching the end and we entering another new year hell i have not i stopped with new year's resolutions long time ago i feel like if there's anything you want to start start now don't don't wait i got my program yesterday i could have decided let me start on monday i'm like no i'm gonna start it tomorrow and i started it today i'm gonna work out through saturday and start again on monday right I don't believe in waiting for, 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 for the right time because when is the right time and who's to say this is the right time? Just do it, right? And I'm speaking so harshly with you because low-key, I'm talking to myself. Um, I know that I'm, I'm quite competent in saying things and seeing things from an outside perspective and advising from that perspective and, and, and letting you see things in a more positive note, but I'm very bad at doing that for myself. So this is low key for me as well, where just get up and do it. You know, there's many times where I could have not done anything and I didn't and I got nothing out of it. And of the time said I did something, I got something out of it. So what I want you to understand, my friend, is that it is very hard. Whatever it is that you're going to decide to do, understand this. Whatever it is that you're going to decide to do is going to be very difficult to commit to because it demands you at your best every time. Whether it's starting a business, it demands you to be competent, reliable, valuable. 100% of the time. If it is a new relationship that you're going to enter into, it demands you to be loyal, understanding, committed, 
100% of the time. If you're going to start a fitness goal that requires you to be consistent, realistic, and hardworking 100% of the time, whatever it is that you're going to do, the efforts you have to put are very, 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 very demanding. They take away from you time, literally time. If you're not willing to put your time into whatever it is, don't do that. It's going to take away from your mind. If you cannot, at least I'd say, give a quarter of your time to or outside of when you're doing this thing, Give more of your mind to this thing. Think about it. You know, like I was even telling my friend this morning that, you know, I didn't realize that I do this, but I subconsciously visualize myself doing exercises before I get to start my workout because I want to get there and just do it. So I visualize it so I'm not as intimidating and my brain kind of reads that as not new. It's not new to my brain anymore because I've constantly put it in my head. So visualize, visualize. I think that's what visualization helps in. It just makes this act very familiar. It doesn't seem as scary. It doesn't seem as daunting. All right. Put that in. Emotionally, it's going to be so hard. You're going to cry. You're going to hate. You're going to fight. You're going to feel like, why did I even bother? But you got to do it. You got to do it. And Motivation is a myth. You, some days are motivated, other days you're not. And on those days that you're not, those are the days that you got to get up and just do it. And how does any of this relate to self-esteem or self-confidence? Because if you just do something, you will have something tangible. Yeah, something random just happened there. <laughs> but, yeah, you have something tangible to prove that you can do it. That's what matters. That's what matters. Sometimes that's it. You just want that end result. You just want that end product. It's, it's kind of like, you know, let's say you're going to bake for the first time, right? The only way you know you can do it is by doing it, right? And the only way you can believe that you can do it is by getting that cake out of the oven and eating it. Sometimes it's not about whether it's good or not, whether it's well done or not. You just need enough confidence to get out there and do it. That's all you need. Because once it's done and you have the product in your hand, you have the proof of your success in your hand, then if it's not well done, you will know what you need to improve on. Simple example. I told y'all I made some bread earlier on. I did this two days ago. It's a new recipe that I tried. And it's meant to be a wet dough and it's it's or, or kind of a relatively moist dough or so. And I followed the instructions, right? The recipes to the T. But my dough was extremely wet. Bread came out right, but I struggled to work with that dough and I knew something wasn't right. Today, I remembered that that dough was extremely wet. So what did I do? I adjusted my ingredients. Now, I took what was already there 
And I just adjusted it to my circumstances, to my, to my ingredient list, right? Or to the quality of my ingredients. And my bread came out perfect. My dough was perfect. So had I not even bothered trying it, I wouldn't have had a second time to improve it, right? So the whole point here is to just get your foot on the door. Get your foot in the door. That's all we need to do, guys. Like, friend, we don't need, we don't need to be perfect right off the bat. All you need in life, let me tell you, is to show or to, to convince yourself that you are capable of doing that thing. Because once you understand, and this is re repeating what I just said, but I just want it to stick in because once you understand what you have just done and you understand that you can do it, whatever failures or whatever mistakes you might have made, you'll be able to recall and to rectify and do it again and do it better. And the more you do the same thing, the less daunting it seems and the less scary it seems and the more likely you are to gain some enthusiasm and confidence in that thing. It's such a simple concept to grasp, but not simple enough that it sticks because failure is so hard. It's so permanent. Sometimes it feels so permanent, you know, and that's why it's hard to think that, no, this failure is, is it's a part of the process. So let's go. How can I improve this? How can I adjust my tactics? How can I adjust my methods to increase my chances of success, to improve my chances of success. So that's, that's I guess, in a nutshell, <laughs> is, is what this would be. Understand what you have control over, okay? Understand what you have control over. Some things you can't control. So don't beat yourself up about the weather. You planned a party outside and it started raining. It's not your fault, really. Don't let that get to you like, oh, I should have known better. It's the weather. Okay, you have zero control over that. But what can you do? Can you turn the situation around? That's where the beauty comes. If you can change that situation around and say, hmm, it's raining outside. Why don't I just do the stuff inside and we can do an outside indoor event, right? How can I improve this current situation? If you can manipulate things that are outside of your control to your benefit, that will breed self-esteem. Because then you know you're a badass, dude. Like anytime you can do something like that, you think like, oh shit, okay. You know, I'm not all that useless. I can do something. I'm pointful. I'm not pointless. You know what I mean? So understand that. Understand that there are things that you do not have control over. Therefore, don't, don't even bother. Don't bother. But can you manipulate that in a way that it benefits you, that it, 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 it feeds your bottom line. If you can do that, friend, trust me, you feel so good about yourself and that's all the confidence you need, right? You just need to convince yourself that you're capable of that. So I guess cult cultivating or breeding a spirit of self-esteem positively is by taking action in very difficult situations. Because when you can get past that, you feel good about yourself and feeling good. That is what self-esteem. Let me even see. What does Google, what does Google tell me? How, oh no, no. How would Google define, put my tea away. 
where can I put define self-esteem? I'm curious to actually see how this is, you know. So self-esteem, confidence in one's own worth and ability. Confidence in one's own worth and ability. Self-respect, yeah. Assertiveness, training for those. Yeah, so if you have self-respect, hmm, confidence in one's ability, huh? in one's own worth. How do you determine worth? Through hard work, bruh. Just put in the food, you'll see. You'll see. So, yes, my chomi. Yeah, I think that's literally it, guys. Like, let's let's put the foot in. Let's put the foot in. Let's, whatever, guys. Let's just go in because we need this. The, the, we need this. We need to feel good about ourselves. So, it is a tough time. But dive in, friend. Head first. Show them what you're worth. Show them what you're made of. Okay. And when I say them, I'm talking about those naysayers in your head, those voices, those negative nonsenses in your head. Okay. Dive in, my friend, because you are worth it. You're beautiful. You're strong. You are capable. You are powerful. You are a confident person. Okay. You are somebody that inspires someone. If you know, I'm telling you, no matter who you think you are, to someone, you are everything. There's somebody out there that looks up to you and says, damn, I want to be like that person. I want to be their friend. There are people who look at you like that. You just have to look at yourself in the same manner. That you're amazing, you're capable, you're worth it. And because you are that person, you're going to go wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts, you are going to subscribe to my podcast so that next week you don't miss our conversation, that you're there. First thing, you just get a ping. Oh, Growed Up is on. What are we talking about this week? Okay. If there's something valid that you want me to actually touch on, you can just go to www.neonbloom.co.za. Drop me an email on up at neonbloom.co.za. And let me know what it is, man. And I also dropped some questions on Spotify. So it would be nice for you guys to engage with me. You know, let me know what you guys think. YouTube as well, we are there. That's why I'm trying to mind my language now because hey, apparently they take the money and I don't know. But let's see. Um, yes, my friend. So just just know that you are worth it. You're stunning. And I love you. I see you again next week.